Yeah. Yeah. Hey yo, man, it's your time. And fuck poverty. Yo, what's up? Welcome to the Philip and Leroy Judgmental Podcast. I'm Leroy. I'm here with my cousin. And uh, we're going to do a Slept On Rappers episode. Uh, did I ever tell you that the Slept On Rappers episode got a lot of viewers, got a lot of listeners? Nah, but I remember you telling me like how they had all these suggestions and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, surprisingly. And I, <laughs> I thought this would be like one of the lowest, lowest, uh, lowest episodes, but it actually got a lot of listeners. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's real so interesting. These are these are rappers that that uh we like that probably don't get the respect they just do. And um we we just want to list on it's not a it's not a top 10 list of who's the worst and all that stuff. It's just we just picking 10 rappers that are slept on. And I and, did not pick any of the rappers that they mentioned last time. Cause like I'm not trying to do that. Like I mean, it's cool to have a laundry list, but you know the whatabouts. You know, save that for later. Right. <laughs> you know. So, um, Gory, you start first. All right. First person I wrote down was corrupt from um, Death Row, which I felt like he was. I can't. I think he was slept on kind of skills wise. I mean, everybody knew he could rap, but I don't think he I don't think he gets the proper respect he gets. I thought he was always outshined by Snoop just because I mean, Snoop could rap, too. But it was like Snoop had more charisma. Mm -hmm. So I think that overshadowed corrupt a lot. Like to me, corrupt just sounded like one of them dudes who just just like rapping and was just good at it. I mean, like, you can go on YouTube and look at his his freestyles when he was in the booth, when they used to do that. Um, dude would just freestyle off the top of the head, and he just wouldn't stop. Yeah. And uh, go ahead. So I was going to say, um, just checking for his stuff. Um, Dog's Day Afternoon from Dog Food. That's when I was like, oh. You know, who's this? I mean, you got stranded on death row. I mean, he he shined on some of the classics. Um, album wise, I say check for trilogy. Oh no, no, no. Uh, Streets is a mother. Trilogy is another song on there you should listen to too. But um Streets is a mother, which I felt like that was slept on a lot too. That album was very slept on just because I think um I think the Chronic two thousand one came out around the same time. And I noticed too, people on the West they hold Streets as a mother to a really high regard, which I think mm-hmm. I think it's it's a regional thing. I think it's a very regional thing. Um, yeah, he's he's really been slept. I think his latest stuff, he's kind of to me personally, I think he's kind of fallen off a little bit, but he still shows flashes of it every now and then. I mean, he did an album with with DJ Quick. A, what, was, what was it? 2010 something like that that was pretty yeah. good so mm-hmm. i i was going to mention that i thought you didn't uh wasn't going to mention it I, that was a good album there that's that's actually an album that people should actually listen to yeah Not, nine times out of ten is good mm-hmm. is that that's the one too where he dissed dmx ain't it or was it was it another one uh corrupt this dmx calling out names you never heard that one 
Oh no, no, that's not on. No, I never heard that. That's that's not on that. Um, that was a long. That's time on the ago. next one then. That's on the next one, I think. Then yeah. the one he did after that, probably. Oh, uh, we can freak it. The song we can freak it. Yeah, I have that on my. Slept I on. Have that on my phone. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> my first rapper is a rapper that I can't believe I didn't mention on on the first episode. Uh, one of my favorite rappers as a kid, I got clowned. Uh, uh, when uh, coming out hard came out in '94 or so, and I had bought that bought mm-hmm. the album, and I had showed people people in school that I had the album. They looked at me like I had three heads. The person I have is <laughs> number one is a uh, Eight Ball from Eight Ball MJG. Mm-hmm. And Memphis, Memphis rapper, but he doesn't rap like you know a typical Memphis rapper rapper do. He he always rap like an East Coast guy. Yeah, I got, and they looked at me like, "Well, what the hell is this?" And I'm like, "Well, you don't hear the stuff he be saying." <laughs> so uh, I like com- coming out hard, coming out, outside looking in. I think coming out harder. No, outside looking in was the first album. Coming out hard was the second album. If I'm not mistaken, so uh, the coming out hard, hard song and album is good. Uh, Gotta be real is a uh, Gotta be real is a, his a solo solo song. I think DJ Paul produced it. I, I it's not on any albums, but you can find it on YouTube. Uh, Mr. Big is a slow a solo song. Is uh, Mr. Big solo Mr. Big? I think is on. Outside looking in, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you got Space mm-hmm. H- Space Age Pimping from a Top of the World album. You got Break 'Em Off Proper, a Top of the World album. Go ahead. That group has slept on a lot, actually. Yep. Like very, just mm-hmm. as a group, that slept on a lot. And, and um, I didn't really, I didn't really get into the. Uh, did you ever listen to that that um, instrumental album they done? Nah, uh-uh. Yeah, it's kind of like a best of, but they were doing it with live uh, instruments. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, next person I got is Devin the Dude. Since you went south, uh, yeah, you count, they count Memphis as south. I, I went south too. Devin the Dude. Um, I'm not going to say so much rapping-wise, but just as an artist, he's real slept on. Mm-hmm. Like very slept on. Um, just trying to live. You know that album. I mean, I haven't checked for him recently. I need to get back into what he's been doing lately. But if any, if you haven't heard of him, he's got like this really. He's a stoner rapper. Yes. You know he fits that stoner rapper thing, and a lot of his music is real laid back. Mm-hmm. He's funny. You know, he does like storytelling, situational stuff a lot. Um, Doobie Ashtray. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a that's 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 a classic to me. Um, what's another song? What? Oh, what a job! That was that kind of hit. I think that came out in two thousand seven. I forget what album that was on. Um, let me see what album was that. Waiting to inhale. That was it. Waiting to inhale. And that's the song he did with Andre 3000 and Snoop Dogg. So he'll have some big names on his stuff, but then he'll have like, you know, people from his clique on there too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's what I got. 
Yeah, he was one of the first stoner rappers, right? Yeah. That had that slow flow, you know, that slow, mm-hmm. like a like laid a, back. Yeah, like a currency type. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> My second rapper is uh, Code 187 from Above, uh, a.k.a. Big Hutch from Above the Law. Code mm-hmm. 187. Above the Law is a slept-on group because they were behind NWA. If they were on another label and doing the same thing, they would be a bigger group. But since they were behind NWA, they don't really don't get the respect. And also, uh, Code 187 don't get the respect for being a G-Funk architect. Because some of those instrumentals that they use on their albums, Dr. Dre used on The Chronic. So... The songs I like are uh, Murder Rap. Anybody who li- played Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, you heard Murder Rap. Uh, VSOP. Black Superman. Uh, the last song with NWA. The last song on NWA, that was a good song from the Living Like Hustlers. I think Living Like Hustlers was the first album, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and I like Uncle Sam's Curse. They they did that kind of like political political rap, street rap. That type of stuff. So, uh, go ahead. Very slept on group, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. So, I'm kind of following you a little bit as far as, like, regional stuff. Um, I picked Raz Kaz. Mm-hmm. West Coast dude. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's, if he's slept on or what. Cause I mean, it seems like he's been kind of making, I guess on the, I guess on the under, but mo- he's been out for a minute. So if you've been out for a minute, most people who've been out for a minute, they're working kind of on the underground tip, I guess, whatever you want to call underground or independent, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, skills wise, I mean, damn, like first time I heard him, I was like, who was that? Mm-hmm. Um, he came out. The first album, I guess that was his, people say that's his magnum opus, uh, Soul on Ice. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people complain about the beats. I mean, personally, I thought the beats were, they were all right. I paid more attention to the lyrics, though. Mm-hmm. Like, the thing about this dude is that he'll take just random stuff and put it together. Like, his punchlines, like, you don't see them coming. There's not a setup for it. You know how it is, like, there's a rapper who will do, like, you know, one bar, two bar, three bar, that's the setup, and then the fourth bar might be the punchline or something, or the second right. bar might be the punchline. Like, the dude has punchlines all over the place, and they just catch you. You won't catch it till, like, later on. It's like every time you go listen to a Razkaz album, you'll catch something new. And on that album, too, he did uh, Nature of the Threat, which I think he described it as his thesis on um, racism which on that album, people people made it seem like he was just this smart, rapidly rap rapper, but then he switched it on Rassassination. And then like a lot of people didn't like that either because he switched so much. Yeah, and so. Um, one thing that like, that I think ruined his, I'm not gonna say ruined his career, but ruined his trajectory was um, Van Gogh or Golden Child, like they're technically the same album, but they've got different songs on them, uh-huh. and those albums were shelved. Um, 
I forget why. You remember why? I forget why what happened. Um, I think he went to jail or something. I remember he went to prison for something. Yeah, and they they weren't they weren't going to release it. They weren't going to release the album or something with the label. It was some type of it was that what you were talking about. That he went to jail, and it was something with the label. It was some label pop problems or something that he couldn't get off the label. Yeah, and he also had the original beat. Uh, um, what's the name of that? We gonna make it. Yeah, home sweet. Was he home this alchemist over? Yeah, home sweet home. Yeah, because he gave it to uh, he gave it to uh, the lots. Mm-hmm. He made a diss track on that one. Uh, and I, was it last year he made Soul on Ice too? He put that out. Yeah, I was going to ask you. That was a double CD, right? No, nah, because he he did a he did two Soul on Ice albums. He did a Soul on Ice record, which was uh that I think it was like an anniversary or something, something like that. Commemorated Soul on Ice one, uh-huh. and then he made Soul on Ice two. And Soul on Ice two is a little is different. It's like all new songs on it. Okay, I think I uh, I think I have that, but I never listened to it. Have you listened to it? Yeah, I listened to it when it came out. It was pretty good. He he he. Uh, I think he released a book with with the lyrics from it. In yes. It. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good record. Like he he, dude still got skills. He can still go. Mm-hmm. On uh, so on lights, I liked anything goes. Miami Life. Yeah. And uh mm-hmm. what was the one? What was the song where he were t- where he was talking about the uh the the drunk driving story when he told the story about Uh I know what you're talking about. Can't stop, won't stop. That's the I can't remember the name of it. Evil yeah. that men do. I think that's yeah. it. Evil that men I, do. Yeah, I like that one also. Mm-hmm. Well, my next rapper is I I was kind of I was I had to ask people should I put this on a slept on rapper slept on rappers list, but I don't think Special Ed get get enough credit for like his wordplay. If you like listen to his wordplay, it is very it's very complex for the stuff he was saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what would you would you put him on a slept on rappers list? Yeah. Okay. I mean, he technically was a kid rapper. He's like, technically, yeah. He came out when he was like, what, 16, 17? Yeah, and he doesn't get credit for being that young and rapping the way he, he was doing. Mm-hmm. So, I like I'm the Magnificent. The uh the remix one, I'm the Magnificent. Because uh, they were on both albums, right? I'm the Magnificent, the regular one, and the remix was on the second album, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I got so. I, I got it made, of course. Uh, I always like the mission because he's telling the story. I always like story mm-hmm. raps, and uh, something somewhat new from uh, Special Ed. Never go back. Mm. Yeah, that's that's. I it. like you wish you could. I like you wish you could a lot too. That mm-hmm. was, I like that one. Go um, ahead. All right, so. Yeah, you know, I had a rapper kind of like that, too, which who I wasn't sure enough about, like, should he be on this list? Uh, I picked Guru from Gangstar. Uh, I, you know, I was thinking about him, too. Well, yeah, go, ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, whenever people think about Gangstar, the first person they think about is Premier. 
Yes. And like Guru takes the back seat to whatever Premiere does when people talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then like it's you know, I mean, yeah, he has a song called Mostly the Voice. Dude is known for his voice, but I don't think people ever like paid that that much attention to his lyrics as much as just the whole vibe and chemistry of Gangstar. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? What was you going to say? I was going to put him on my list too, but I was like, I'm not, I don't, I don't know if he was uh, slept on or not, but, but you're right. Everybody want always, when a, when a new Gangstar album came out, everybody just wanted to know about the beats. They didn't want to know about the lyrics. Yeah. And uh, he always had good songs. Um, but I mean, like just the most lyrical to me, um, moment of truth was everybody says that's the best gangster album, which a lot of people say, I'm not gonna say everybody does. A lot of people say, uh, that's the best gangster album. Mm -hmm. And I think again, it's mainly because of the beats. I mean, it's, it's got a good flow. The album is like real cohesive and everything, but like you can tell guru was going through some shit. Yeah, <laughs> he was going through some shit um, like JFK to LAX and Moment of Truth, the, the song itself. Like um, what happened during that time? He he was in court for a gun charge or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like you could tell that weighed in on him because he really put like he put like a big like, I don't know. He put the weight of that onto that album. Right. And um I think he get he got slept on too, like uh, above the clouds, where everybody everybody's like on some Inspector Deck, you know. Inspector Deck had the best verse, but um, to me, I thought they were kind of even because Inspector Deck sounded better, his delivery was sharper. But as far as subject matter is concerned, I think Guru stuck to the script a lot more. Um, yeah, to me, he was more of a subject matter rapper. I mean, of course, he had the usual, you know, I'm better than you lyrics. But when he, like, stuck to a subject, he was really on point. And I don't think he gets a enough respect for that. Right. Uh, I like uh, man manifest, manifest. And uh, yeah. what's the song where the, uh, the girls look so good? Ex-girl to the next girl. Ex-girl to the next, yeah. Yeah, I like that one. And, uh, and I was going to mention Above the Clouds, too. You mentioned it. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, my next rapper is almost along the lines of which you just, uh, who you just mentioned, Guru. My next rapper is Grand Pooba. Grand, Grand Pooba, I specifically put him on a list for that complex. I think that was, was that complex article that I, that I sent you that Drake was the first sing-songy rapper? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, Grand Pooba was doing yeah. that way back in the day. Uh, started out with Sexies with Master Ceremonies, uh, which mm -hmm. was like a hit song, which was a hit song. I, well, I guess maybe like a regional hit. I don't know if it was a hit all the way around, but that song was pretty popular. And uh, uh, I like uh, I like it where I want I want to be where you are, which he's pretty much singing, singing like that sing songy rapper. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, of course, the stuff with Mary J. Belage. Mm -hmm. uh, slow down, slow down with um, Brand Nubians, and Step Into the Rear was Brand Nubians' first album, but it was his solo song. 
Don't don't curse. Mm-hmm. Don't curse. Uh, he- heavy D is don't curse is a heavy D song, right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't curse. And with every everything he pretty much was on back then, he shined. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it. I heard stories about. I heard his uh, reading up on him. Like, um, what's his name? I can't remember, but like, they said the reason why he never blew up the way he should have was his own fault. Like, he was Jay Electronica before Jay Electronica. Because in '92, mm-hmm. like, the dude was on top. Like, nobody was yep. messing with Grand Puba, you know, during that time. Yep. And then his solo album came and it was a disappointment. That's why I didn't. Mean, I, I mean, only mentioned one song. Yeah. I only mentioned yeah. one song. He had some songs on it, but it just didn't, you know. It yep. just didn't go like it was supposed to. Are you talking about Combat Jack? Was it? Because he told stories about Guru and his, I mean, um, Grand Pooper. It's pretty much the same thing. Uh, no, I read, I read that somewhere. I didn't know it was on there. It's like okay. he just didn't, like, I guess he had, like, really strong principles that he didn't want to break. I forgot right. who it was. Um, uh, another was dude. I, I um, don't, I can't. Is it uh what's the what's the uh white dude? He was an A and R. He A and R'd um Yeah, that's what passes. I'm talking about. D- Dante That's what I'm Dante? talking about. I can't think of Dante Ross. Yeah, Dante, Dante Ross, Ross, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dante Ross. Uh go ahead. Uh oh, so it's my turn. Yes. All right. Uh slept on rapper. I didn't want to pick him because, like, he's on a lot of slept on rappers lists, but, like, he is really slept on, though. He's not, like, like I said last time, everybody says Royce the Five Nine, Black Thought, Elzai, someone like that. Mm-hmm. Um, OC. Damn, I was going to pick OC, too. <laughs> OC is crazy slept on. It is, to me... He, he's like the most earnest rapper I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Like he really puts himself into his music. I mean, to me, he's he's not a rapidy rapper, but it's like when he raps, you can feel what he's trying to say. And um, you know, a lot of people go to his first two albums. Uh, what was it Word Life? What was what was the name of his second one? Uh, goodness! It was when he was riding on that uh uh water dead jet ski. Um, what was the yeah, name of it? I can't remember the name of it. Uh, let me see. Was production wise, it really stepped up too. Yeah, what was it? Uh, yeah, I remember him riding on that uh riding on jewels. That that's it. Yeah, it's jewels. It. Yeah. Really good album. A lot of people said he 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 kind of sold out though, but I mean it was it was the times, man. Let that go. Oh. Um, <laughs> they always pick his first. They do, they do. But like they always pick his first two albums. But like he's been pretty consistent like since I think two thousand five. Yes. Because I know he released he released a uh, he released an album I think was it last year or two years ago. I don't know. He releases a lot of projects and they go under the radar. Like he has, he has a real solid catalog. He did trophies. He released the album with PF cutting. Yeah. 2018. Well, he released two albums in 2018. 
Uh, I'm trying to think of some other stuff that he did. He did Trophies. I remember that one. Same Moon, Same Sun. That's what I was thinking of. A New Dawn. Opium was with P.F. Cutting. Yeah. Um, How and I really like... It's really good. Um, I like Star Child, too. I think he he that's the first album he did after Bon Appetit. Now, everybody hated Bon Appetit. Mm-hmm. But he definitely rebounded with Star Child. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's what I got. And I'm so surprised you didn't mention Fudge Pudge. Well, yeah, that was his breakout hit. But that's the that's the song that everybody goes to though. Oh, he yeah. stole the show on Fudge Pudge. I'm like, yeah, but like the stuff he did after that is pretty good too. Mm-hmm. And that's massively slept on. Yeah. All right, number five for me is uh, T- Tash from the Alcoholics. Tash always, yeah, I Tash always last shines. Oh, you did? I like not in the list, but oh, I was okay. like, I think I, I just mentioned him. I didn't like, I didn't put him in the list though. Yeah, very slept on. Uh, make room for the Twenty One and Over album. Hip hop drunkies with old dirty bastard. And uh, mm. something, I think this is their last album, Chaos, Firewater. Firewater was the album, the song Chaos is, is mm. good on it. Very slept on. Um, His solo album, I don't really remember it. If I don't remember it, then I probably didn't really like it. It was kind of a letdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Like. He reminded me of, I, I think I said this last last time. He reminded me like a, a West Coast red man sort of. Yeah. As far as like skills wise, punchlines and stuff. I think this is also the reason why everybody uh there was like some people talking about how um uh, we should have mentioned King T and stuff. Yeah. Which I didn't put him on the list just because everybody mentioned him last time, but as I said on the first episode, he's really slept on too. But that that whole group was slept on a lot. Yep. Alcoholism was crazy slept on. Um, who else I got? I got Killer Priest. So I had to pick somebody from Wu-Tang. I felt like Killer Priest <laughs> is slept on mainly because his imagery uh-huh. To me, like that's his. I don't think there's any rapper who can. Well, no, there. I say within the last, a new rapper who came out within the last maybe twenty five years. I don't think there's been any rapper who has like who can like create that same imagery that he does. Because when a dude raps, you could like see what he's talking about. Like the dude puts a lot of detail into his stuff. Right. Um. His flow, flow wise though, like it's not to him. It's like you just need to listen to his lyrics. That's it, because his flow could be a little bit off sometimes. Yes. Um, but just imagery and just everything he says is is kind of crazy. Um, of course, I had to put heavy metal in there, mm-hmm. which is an interesting story. How like I remember reading some about how he said that um, when he did heavy. Heavy metal, the label didn't know what to do. They wanted to make it alternative rap or something because it was just so different from everything else at that time. Um, 
he's released a couple of solid projects too. Um, the last project that I really, really liked from him was a double album called The Psychic World of Walter Reed, which, um, 2013. To me, yeah, 2013. To me, that was that. To me, that's one of his best albums he he ever did. Mm-hmm. Beats wise, flow wise, subject matter. I mean, like he does have. He has. If no one's ever heard of him or listened to him, he's got the street wise slash. I mean, he's from Wu Tang, so he's got a little bit of the five percent stuff in it, but mm-hmm. more of like Hebrew Israelite type stuff in it. Yeah. So he uses a lot of like religious imagery and stuff in his in his uh and his lyrics but just just based on imagery he's he's up there to me okay so how was the sons of men album which one uh let's go with the first the one. first one uh was it the last shall be first i think yes it wasn't it wasn't that good like sons of man was a huge letdown as a group because i actually listened to like their older stuff before they officially came out um actually i heard like they had an album before their first one was released but it was scrapped something happened or whatever but a lot of the material before that first one is like really really good really good Mm -hmm. but yeah they just as a group it just didn't come together like it should have um going back to your guru your guru pick i can't believe i didn't mention the wendy and lisa satisfaction the gangstar remix Mm-hmm. Did you ever hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good. Yeah, I heard song. just about everything from now. Yeah, yeah, it was. All right, the next person on my list is a uh, somebody. Well, I know you heard a whole lot of people never heard, and also this goes for that list about uh Drake was the first sing songy rapper. Uh, mm-hmm. his name is MC Breeze, M the singing rapper MC Breeze. From Philadelphia, you remember the uh, the DVD documentary that I had of him? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He he came out with this combobulator boobulator in '86, and um, it got it got press bad press because he he was making he made Asian uh, racial slurs, mm-hmm. and uh, it ain't New York. And then he got with MC Hammer and he started doing that dance and stuff. And that's when he, uh, <laughs> oh, he, he actually had that, uh, what Rocky, uh, so go for it was on a Rocky soundtrack. I can't remember which Rocky it was, mm. but the singing MC breeze is my pick. <laughs> that's a very regional pick. Yeah. Well, Disco Bobby and Bublé was like a big, a big hit here. But like I said, it got mm-hmm. controversy because he was because of the racial slurs. Yeah. Uh, let me see. So I'm like picking off people before I go into the new group of like rappers like that are kind of recent. The last, I guess, older group would be uh, Tragedy or Tragedy Gaddafi, dude responsible for CNN, which is Capone mm-hmm. and Noriega. If you never heard of him, um, wasn't he the last member of the Juice Crew? Uh no, cause tragedy was a little kid when he was he was like uh you know like that in control album where he sounds like a little girl, the last two yeah. was uh Craig G and uh, no Master Ace was was uh the last one. Okay, 
But uh, he was always he was always around. He was a kid, right? Yeah, he was. I guess he was like unofficial then. But um, people credit Nas as being like you know that rapper who had that political edge, and that the tragedy was a precursor to Nas mm-hmm. in that vein. You know, as far as subject matter is concerned. I mean, you can go back and listen to Arrest the President, which is funny because you could, that's pretty relevant now. You know what but, I mean? But, but, but didn't, tragedy, <laughs> didn't tragedy teach uh, Nas how to uh, make a, make a song? Say. That's what they say. Yeah, he had he had a lot of hands in, in uh, Queens, Queensboro mm-hmm. uh, hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, I say just uh, Intelligent Hoodlum. His first album. I think he also did. Um, I think he was part of the Maccabees, which was like a short-lived group with Killer Priest and a couple of other Wu Tang affiliates. Um, yo, he was in L.A.L.A., wasn't he? I can't remember that song. He yes. uh, the diss song back to uh, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, he's to me he's crazy slept on. Like people don't never. I don't think he ever got the attention he deserved either. Mhm. And uh, the Super Kids go Queensbridge with with DJ Hot Day. Yeah. Uh, live, yeah, yeah. Live, I forgot about that one. Live Motivator. Mhm. Live Motivator was on that uh, Molly Mall uh, album. The the Super Kids songs is he's really got like a really kid voice. Yeah. Then. Yeah, he's a. I, I actually was thinking about him also. Uh, the person, oh, person I have, I don't, I'm, I'm people gonna get laugh at me for this one. The person who never gets his respect is PMD from EPMD. I guess because of he's uh, uh, because of Eric Sermon. You know, Eric Sermon is the one that outshines him with the with the rap mm-hmm. and you know the producing and all that stuff. And plus the people he bored into the game. So I always thought PMD like never never got his respect. Songs I like, well, you, I don't need to list all the EPMD songs, but Saw It Coming was a solo song. And I like the Boondocks EPMD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to list all the EPMD. <laughs> you think EPMD was slept on? No, I'm not going to say during that time they weren't, but it's like now, I think it's just a, a generational thing. Yeah. Because like whenever you see a list of best groups ever, you, you rarely ever see their names on it. Whereas like if you would have went back during that era, they would have been damn near number one. Yep. Because just about album, just about every album they did, their album, especially for that time period too, they had like what, a, a good four album run, I think. Yeah. Before they broke up. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 pretty hard to do as a group. Yep. But uh, yeah, PM, PMD was was the better rapper of the group. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm moving on to like the newer phase of rappers who I really don't see get a lot. And these these are probably rappers you've never heard of. I'm talking, you know, about the the people who are listening. Um. So you may have heard of J.I.D. I don't know how to say his name. Is it Jid or J.I.D.? But, um... Oh, no. Dude is nasty to me. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, where are you from? First, I don't know where he's. I think he's from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I think he's from Atlanta. He's from the South. He's on um, J. Cole's label. Okay. Which, uh, uh, what do they call Spillage? Spillage Village. They got an album coming out. It's him and uh, I forget what the other group is. I forget the name of the other group. But um, uh, Earth Gang. They they've been compared to Outkast. Okay, Earth Gang. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I like a lot of this stuff too. Was they they they're compared to Outkast, but it's only just because they're from the south and there's two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, is that the guys they they dress? Do they dress funny to also? Yeah, they dress okay. kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they had like a little um, buzz and then they just disappeared. Yeah, they they about to come back out though. Uh, I guess it's. I'm not sure if it's a comp. It's not a compilation album. It's like a group effort album, I think, with with them and JID and, and somebody else uh, called Spillage Village. But um, dude has skills, rapping wise. He can make a song. I mean, you might find his voice a little bit irritating because it's, it's a little bit high. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Never Story. That was the first thing I heard from him. I think that came out in 2015, 2016. The Never Story, he also has uh, DiCaprio 2, which I think that came out a couple years ago. Um, his latest, the latest track that I heard him on, which to me, he killed it, is um, is actually supposed to be on the new Spillage Village record, which I think it came out a couple weeks ago. It's called um, Baptized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he got this verse in it. So I was like, yeah, I need to check for this when it comes out. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm I'm right now uh, baptized down, so I'm gonna check that out. I see it uh, the video on YouTube. All right. All right. All right. My next one is uh Gene Gray. Gene Gray been around. Seems like Gene Gray been around for forever. Never really mm-hmm. got got her her uh just due. Of course, she started out with Negro League Baseball with Natural Resources. Natural Resources is the group, right? Yeah, it's a group. Okay. And I like the Attack of the Attacking Things album. Mm-hmm. And uh, Genius with with J instead of a G. Genius album with uh, Knife Wonder, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, she slept on. I saw her back in. Uh, I swear she was giving me the eye, man. <laughs> what happened i saw her back in i saw her back in 2004 i think it was uh it was an okay player tour because it was the roots on it the roots were the headline and like skills skills was there skills was just like walking around in the crowd and stuff before so i got to talk to him a little bit and um yeah he performed too and uh you know at the end of the concert some of the artists they come out and they talk to people and yeah uh Jean Grey was there. Like I talked to Jean Grey. Like I bought the, I, th- I bought like the, I think they had a sampler or something, some CD or something. And I went up to, I was like, "Yo, you're really." This is my first time like ever seeing her. She killed the show. And I was like, "You're you really like nice with it and stuff." And like, she took the CD and signed it and stuff. And she kind of lingered. <laughs> <laughs> At least I thought she did. That that's that's mm-hmm. that's my version of the story. It might be different, but um yeah, but she regardless of that though, yeah, she's she's nice. Um, what what? 
That was that was her name in natural resources. What what? Yes. And uh she uh did a sketch comedy YouTube sketch comedy show that actually yeah. wasn't really really a bad. I don't remember the name of it, but I used to watch it. This was years ago. This is before, you know, yeah. everybody start start doing it. She had a mm-hmm. a sketch comedy show that was really I guess if you search her name, maybe you can find it. But it mm-hmm. actually wasn't it wasn't bad at all. Hey, go ahead. Yeah. Um so it's funny you mentioned her because I actually it's funny I mentioned the lingering thing too. I actually got her husband on the list. because uh, <laughs> she recently she got married, I think, last year, a couple years ago. Yes. Two, three years ago, something like that. Uh Quelle Chris, you ever heard of him? Yes, uh-huh. I never uh I never heard him his his music, but I know who he's he talking about. Yeah. Um I don't know how to categorize the dude. Like he's not a rapidy rapper. That he he knows how to make a good album. Mm-hmm. He knows how to make a good song and a good album. And he's got a really good sense of humor. I guess that's I guess that's why he's married to Jean Grey too, because Jean Grey has that sense of humor also. Um, that's why it was difficult for me to pick one song from him. I think for him, it's like you just need to listen to a project to get the gist of what he what he does. So I picked three. Um, actually this year, this is one of my favorite, like, rap albums from this year. He made, he did this album called, um, Innocent Country 2 with, uh, this producer named Chris Keys. And it's, it's the production of it, the song structure, the subject matter to me, everything just comes together on it. Um, he did, he did this album, um, I think it was two years ago. Cause I graduated. That's when I left AU. I think he he had that album out. Um, Being you was great. And uh, niggas is men. That came out a few years ago. Um, oh yeah, he also did an album with Gene Gray too a couple years ago too. That was pretty good. I can't remember the name of it though. Every, everything's fine. Everything is fine. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'm gonna check out this. Uh... Innocent Country 2 uh, came out in April. April of this year. Yeah. Uh, the next person on my list is I didn't know this person was still rapping. Wise Intelligent. Wise oh, yeah, intelligent. yeah, yeah. Wise Intelligent from Poor Righteous Teachers. Um, I had a co-worker. This was years ago. I had a co-worker. We was talking about music. He He's from Jersey. And he was like, oh, yeah, so mm-hmm. you checked out the new uh, uh, Poor Righteous Teacher album? I said, Poor Righteous Teachers, they still out? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, uh, this is that New World Order album. He's like, man, you got to listen to this New mm-hmm. World Order album. And I listened to him, and I was like, this is decent. And uh, he, mm-hmm. he showed me the um, his solo album, The Talented Timothy Taylor. He's like, man, you got to listen to this. He all right. Yeah. And I was him, I'm like, yeah, yeah he kind of decent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I didn't know they were still he was still rapping. Yeah, uh yeah, like I, I you know, yeah, I I I got a couple albums from him. He he put out a lot um during this decade, this past decade. Yep. And all of them are pretty good. All of them are really good actually. Mm-hmm. Um he's also making moves too. You ever heard of the rap snacks thing? Oh, he has a hand in that? 
he has a hand in it. Yeah, I think he's working with Master P now. Uh, mm-hmm. with, uh, they're doing some some business venture, something with with rap snacks. Um. All right, so the last person I have is also someone new, someone you probably haven't heard of. Um, his name is Cavalier. No. And I, yeah, he. I don't think he's. He, yeah, not too many people have heard of him. Um, he came out a few years ago, I think. I want to say like 2014. He's based off. He's based from Brooklyn, but I think he also grew up in New Orleans. So. He kind of puts that together in his music. Um, he's also, to me, one of those rappers that I can't point out lyrics from dude. He knows how to make a good project. He knows how to make a really good project. And um, his last project that he did, I think that came out in 2018. It's called Private Stock, which he just released. Um, he just released it on vinyl. But uh, that was one of my favorite albums that that year, um, production-wise and just song structure. For that album, he just talks about the whole black experience and he puts it all together in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I, I guess, if I had to pick one song, um, I would pick "Watch and Learn." I can't remember the name of the album that was on. Um, I can't remember the name of that album that was on, but that's a pretty good that's a pretty good go to. Um, okay. He also did another project called Lemonade, and I think I think that was the one he did with Quelle Chris because he he works with Quelle Chris sometimes too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just his projects. I think even on the in the underground scene, I don't I don't like calling it underground because it's not really an underground anymore, but. Um, mm-hmm. Just on that scene, I don't think he gets enough respect as far as being an artist. And I think more people should check for the music he puts out because he, to me, he puts out really good music. Mm-hmm. Well, my last one is pretty much someone you pretty much just described him, a guy that makes good projects is a uh, Kai. Kai, I put Kai in like an MF Doom type of type of category some people not gonna like them and some people are it's like no in between mm-hmm. it's no in between uh kai uh from natural elements was that his first group right yep uh nice gambit nice gambit album mm-hmm. and uh honor killed the samurai those are albums mm-hmm. that uh songs individual songs from them I can't really name him, but I just like projects. He he can put a good I album like the, together. Some go ahead. What you about to say? No, I was gonna say I like the Doctor Yenlo one too. Uh huh. No, you go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty much it. That's pretty much it. I, individual songs, I can't tell oh. you, but albums, I like. I like his albums. Yeah, uh, about him. It's uh, I guess you call it like zone music because a lot of the, the 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 music that he puts out it doesn't have drums. Uh huh. It's like you really have to listen to what he's saying, and it's like he he creates. Yeah, he's an artist. Like he creates an atmosphere. It's not rapidy rap or nothing like that. It's like atmospheric 
rap. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm still waiting on that album. Uh, I'm still waiting on the uh, on the um the uh what do what do you call it Metal Clergy album? Him with Rock Marciano. I've been waiting um, on that one for years. Yeah, that that should be. And if if uh, Rock is doing a production on it, that's well, both of them is uh, Kai makes his own beats, right? I don't know. Does he? I'm not sure. Cause I, you know what, I've listened to I've listened to everything that dude made, but I don't remember if he produced them or not. Cause that's crazy. Cause I'm usually like you know the, the type to look that up, but uh-huh. he and probably does. It wouldn't surprise me if he does. And I'm uh, I'm late on the Descendants of Kane. How is it? If you like Kai, you'll like that album. Okay. Like he don't. Yeah, he, he he doesn't disappoint if you like the kind of music he puts out. Because I've never heard anything bad from him. Like, every project to me is a top quality project. But, you know, like you said, he's an acquired taste. Yeah, his yeah. story is really interesting, too. He's got a yeah, real I'll, interesting story he, as far as... He, yeah, I was going to get in it. I was going to get into that. But go ahead. Go ahead and tell him. No, you can go ahead. You can go ahead. Well, there there was controversy, what, two, three years ago that uh, people wanted him. Well, it was a New York Times article that came out that he was a fireman and they, I guess they wanted him to uh, they wanted him to be fired or leave the department because of his racy uh, lyrics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his racy lyrics. And he has a. Um, he has a, a a Red Bull. What did what do they call those uh, sit down interviews? The Red Bull sit down interviews. Yeah, Red Bull Academy, something like that. Yeah, yeah, he's he's actually on there too, where he's telling like everything was going on. I guess that was like in what? They maybe been like in what 13, 2013, 14, maybe. His uh, Red I Bull. It was a little interviews. bit later than that. Oh, oh okay. that one. Yeah, yeah. thanks. So. I don't remember. I remember watching it though. So but, he'll t- he'll I don't think he brings up the fireman stuff in that that um that that uh, interview, but that's yeah, the he only talks about. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, he talks. I was about just going to say like, in that one in that interview, I think he talked about yeah, like working with natural elements and how he felt he was the worst rapper of the group, mm-hmm. and then he dipped out and then he he went. Uh, but he had, I think he rapped with his cousin or something like that, or somebody, and then they got killed, and then he walked away from from uh, from making music. Then he just went back to it and found a new lane. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, yeah, his story's interesting. Yeah, uh, the Red Bull thing was three years ago. Okay, yeah, yeah, I thought so. I thought it was a little bit more recent because I remember, I remember watching that while I was over here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he he gets in like to his uh life story and stuff. Anyone want to see some uh, good rapper interviews? To check out the Red Bull Academy. Well, they have all type of people on there. They they do good. Well, mm-hmm. they're kind of old now. They don't do them anymore. So, but it's a, a lot of good, lot of good interviews on there. I like the Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis one. I think they was on there mm-hmm. for about two hours. Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Jay's picks. Are corrupt, Delvin the Dude, Raskaz, Guru, OC, Killer Priest, Tragedy, JID. Uh, I see it. I see it like J period I period D. Then I just see regular just JID. Yeah. Uh, Quelly yeah. Chris, 
and Cavalier. Mines are eight ball from eight ball and MJG. Cool one seven from above the law. Special Ed, Grand Pooba, Tash from the Alcoholics, MC Breeze, PMD from EPMD, Gene Gray, Wise Intelligent, and Kai. This was actually a good one. This was a yeah. good one. I I and like every time I do these lists, I try to pick someone who's like not always in those lists. Cause I originally had AZ on here too, but I was like, nah, they always say he's left on. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to pick him. We we thinking so much alike because I was going to put AZ on here too. But I was like, nah, mm-hmm. uh, I ain't going to do that. Yeah. Yep. I, was, I almost had the same, same person. Well, of course, you know, it's the end of the end of the show. You know what I'm going to ask you. <laughs> Nah, I'm not on social media like that. I'm not on social media like that. Don't worry about my social media. Worry about your safety and being safe and work on your health and all that other stuff. That's it. Uh, You're not going to say say wash your hands and wear your face mask? That that should go without saying. (laughs) All right. Well, you can reach the judgmentals on Instagram at the two underscores judgmentals, J-U-D-G-E-M-E-N-T-A-L-S. And give a guess what? We finally got a got an official judgmental Twitter page at PNL Judgmentals, PNL Judgmentals. And you can reach me personally on Twitter on Grand Luchador, Grand underscore Luchador, L-U-C-H-A-D-O-R. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right. All right. Hey, yo, man, it's your time. And fuck poverty.